Aloha and welcome to Kapiko Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Galdera with Kamehameha Schools Communications. Thank you to all our loyal listeners for tuning in. And if you happen to be joining the podcast for the first time, we aim to bring you an innovative approach to education, community building, and leadership through a Native Hawaiian lens. And you can catch all the episodes of Kapiko Podcast in the Imua Newsroom at ksbe.edu and also through Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast platform. So again, thank you for tuning in. And this will be a fun episode today. I'm, I'm very happy to be joined by a good friend and longtime media colleague in Mark Carpenter. He's a 2008 KS Kapalama grad who recently returned to Hawaii as an anchor and reporter for Hawaii News Now. So welcome, Mark, to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. And first of all, welcome home. And with that, being said, in these interesting times that we're living in now, how has COVID-19 and the whole coronavirus pandemic affected you and your family as you not only make a living, but also, you know, take care of one, one another? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, um, my wife, Ashley, and I, we moved away five years ago. And when we moved, the plan was always to come back home. We didn't know when exactly we were going to come back home or what exactly the circumstances were going to be. And I'm just going to say moving during a pandemic really is quite an experience. I mean, trying to set everything up and it, it really is a wild time. And before um, we left the Bay Area, I mean, that was basically right in the thick of the pandemic. So the entire, you know, as a sports director working at a station up there, the entire sports world had shut down. And so we're trying to figure out, okay, what is like, how are we going to do this move? Exactly. Like literally, physically, how are we going to do this move? So it really has been quite an experience. I mean, getting here, um, you know, serving the quarantine, okay, and then you can start to gather everything. But it, it really is uh, um, an intriguing time. And uh, we're now getting all, all set up and, uh, you know, getting moved back home. Awesome. Well, we're glad you're back. And you mentioned your time in the Bay Area being a, a sports director in a sports town that included at that time, one of the, the most popular basketball teams, maybe in the history of the NBA, possibly rivaling the, the Chicago Bulls and the LA Lakers back in the 80s and 90s. And how, how did that experience kind of shape you as far as going from Hawaii, where, you know, basically the biggest show in town is UH Sports, to something mm -hmm. like that, where you're, you're at the top of the top of the sports world? Yeah, and it, it really was an adjustment. I mean, because, you know, moving away, you're going to, you know, you're going to go work in San Francisco and, you know, you're expecting to, you know, you're going to be covering these teams. And, you know, when you actually get there, it really is something else. You know, the actual expectation versus what it really is, uh, it really is amazing. And when we got to the Bay Area, it was in, um, you know, late summer, early fall of 2015. Uh, that was when the Super Bowl was going to be in Santa Clara. That ha also happened to be the same year that the Warriors had their 73-win season. And then after that, four straight finals trips. And so it is just going nonstop. And, you know, I was used to a sports calendar where, okay, you'll have football season. Then you'll move, be moving into the spring sports. Things kind of slow down in July and August. But then when you're working up there in the Bay Area, um, you know, you'd be covering the Warriors season, which is going into June, early July with the celebratory parades. And then you're going right, right into football and then baseball season. So it really was an adjustment. And, you know, I would say the biggest um, reward from covering those teams and going through that experience is, I mean, just just the reps and then the experience that you're able to get 
from like, you know, seeing how it's conducted with those types of franchises and working with professional sports leagues, seeing how it is when you're building contacts, when you're, when you're networking and also to getting to the heart of the story. Um, I remember like one of the first times I did a live shot covering a Warriors game. Like I actually have to take a moment to like catch my breath and gather myself because yeah. it, it, like, it was intimidating at first. Um, but then you get used to the, the stage and you get used to like, okay, well, this is the protocol here when you're covering these teams. And so it, it really was an experience um, seeing how, you know, the professional franchises operate and covering those stories. Yeah. And for somebody that, you know, maybe in high school now, or, or maybe, it, you know, coming up and trying to figure out what they want to do with their career and they see somebody like yourself, you know, a young native Hawaiian who's really, you know, made a mark at the highest level of sports as it, when it comes to reporting and, and broadcasting, what would you say to them to encourage them to follow their passions? And, and what are some tips you might have for those, those younger folks, maybe high schoolers that are looking to do what you do? Exactly that. Just be relentless, be relentless in your pursuit of your passion. All right. I knew that, you know, when I was in high school, I, I knew it was like, okay, well, I I don't have the skill set to be a professional athlete. And I know a lot of sportscasters, they kind of go with that story. But I really knew, like, I did not have the skill set to be a professional athlete. But I did know it's like, I want to be covering sports in a professional capacity. You know, that that is what I want to do. And, you know, to have the opportunity to, you know, leave Hawaii and then, you know, head up to the Bay Area where you're covering NFL teams, NBA teams, you know, that that was what I wanted to do. And I, I just like, OK, well, what are the goals going to take there? Well, I wanted to cover teams, you know, here at home and I wanted to use that and, you know, get my experience. And I said, OK, well, what's it going to be like covering those teams and just really being um, just relentless and unrelenting and how you really are going to be, um, you know, pursuing that and my goal moving to the Bay area was I wanted to be a sports director. And so it's like what it's going to take, what it's going to take building relationships with these teams. It's going to take, um, you know, putting yourself in a position where it's like, okay, you can also cover these teams, but you can handle the reps of working in a tight deadline. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, one of my other biggest pieces of advice is, you know, when you're getting into the broadcast media industry, um, and this is just strictly from a broadcast perspective, because you know, that, that's what I've worked in is take any and every opportunity to learn every skill set you possibly can with an internship. Um, you know, when you get an internship and you're starting out, you know, I think a lot of intern or interns that I have worked with before, you know, here and in the Bay Area where you kind of have this vision of how the workflow is going to be. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to do an internship. I'm going to train to be a reporter and then I'm going to go out. But then, you know, when you're in an internship, you see how the media industry is. Um, there will be positions where, okay, you need to start learning how to operate a camera or editing software and writing. And it's, so it's like, it's all of that. So take every opportunity to learn so many skill sets. So by the time that, you know, you get out into a professional setting, you already know what to do. You can jump right into it. Right. It's kind of second nature at that point. Exactly. Exactly. It's not intimidating. Right. Okay. <clears throat> and something I just thought of actually, before we get back to your transition to Hawaii, as we catch up with Mark Carpenter here on Kapiko Podcast, is as a native Hawaiian who may not kind of look physically like a typical sports director or sports caster, 
obviously in the Bay Area, you probably were more accepted than some other communities across the country that you might have been there. And as we talk about all these social justice issues and Black Lives Matter and all these really hot button issues, did you ever face any potential situations of racism as you as you went across the country doing stories? And and how did you overcome that, knowing that, you know, you have this this Native Hawaiian background that you're really proud of? And that you also might have to potentially educate people about how you maybe look different than the the norm. Um, you know, and I will say that you know, working in the Bay Area, which is one of the most you know diverse places that you know I personally never encountered um, yeah. any, any racism like that. And you know, and um, it, it is unfortunate for those that do and working in a professional field. It's just you know. Um, it really is, you know, an uncomfortable situation and completely unnecessary. But I, I, I didn't encounter that, um, and you know, but I, I did see, you know, being a Native Hawaiian, it was. I always go out with a sense of pride because it's like you know, you want to go out there and you want to represent everyone back home. You want to represent your family. You want to represent Kamehameha, and you know. Um, we were talking before, you know, earlier this week about it had me thinking about what it means to be, uh, you know, a Kamehameha alum. And I see it as whenever you're going out in the, in the community. And I, I felt this even when I was when I started off in middle school at Kapalama, it was you're always representing something greater than yourself. And so when you're going out into the community, it's always an opportunity to bring pride to everyone and everyone that you represent. Awesome. That's definitely something that a lot of our alumni take to heart. And as you come back home now with Hawaii News Now, you obviously bring that that pride and dedication to what you're doing as an anchor and reporter. So I know when you first started coming back a few, maybe was it earlier this week even, there was a great story you did about that. Uh, I guess we can call it a derelict house on Hawaiian homelands that actually had become a, a drug haven and was a, a really hurting, hurting the community. And by doing that story, you actually help to get law enforcement moving on it and, and things are starting to improve. So when you do stories like that, that really make a noticeable impact on the community, how, how good does that make you feel? It was so rewarding. Like I was like thinking about when we did that story and, you know, it really was fascinating how that story came together. So, um, you know, there we had members of the, the Kapolei neighborhood, which um, is a Hawaiian home subdivision, um, reach out to me and saying, hey, this is the situation here. This was what's been happening. The place has been cleared out. But if you still look at the house, I mean, the video footage of it, if you right. if, take a look at it, it really was startling to see what did just happen. And it was in the middle of this beautiful, beautiful neighborhood. And so, um, you know, going through that story, talking with the family that was affected, um, you know, talking with other, uh, you know, residents in that neighborhood, it was just so rewarding to know it's, and it's not even, it, the thing going into it was, it was like, okay, we have to tell this story and we'll see what kind of impact it makes because you always go into a story thinking like, okay, it, it's may make this sort of impact. But then when you had um, the family reaching out, when you had neighbors reaching out and saying like, just thank you for putting this story on air, for just telling this story, it was just so rewarding because you felt like you were helping 
not only community, but you're helping native Hawaiian community. And so, you know, when we were talking about doing the podcast, I'm like, wow, like this really was, you know, it was special and it was enriching to feel that like, okay, you know, putting this story on air made a difference. And, you know, the, the reaction from that one story was, was something else. And, um, you know, that's, that's what goes to show. It's like, you know, the, the state of the media, um, you know, has, it kind of has become a polarizing thing, you know, how people feel about media, um, during times, but that was something that shows that journalism and broadcast media really can make a difference and it really can improve communities. And so that, that, um, that was rewarding. Okay. And you mentioned the state of the media and as we deal with these COVID-19 times, you know, we're wearing masks, we're, we're socially distancing, physically distancing. Has that affected the way you tell stories as far as maybe people might be more hesitant to want to do a face-to-face interview? Or is it just something where you have to be upfront about, okay, here are the new policies. We're going to make sure everyone's safe. And, and try to make them feel comfortable in, in telling those stories. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, we've seen from even when the in the Bay Area, March 11th, when the entire sports world had shut down, we're just kind of all figuring out how to navigate the dynamic of how stories are going to be covered. And so, you know, when I come back home, one of the first stories I did, I had to wear a mask when you're, when you're talking about it. And, just, and that's just because. And so I think, you know, um, the priority is always safety. And so you have the option of, you know, when you're in an indoor area and you're wearing a mask and, you know, um, like that's how stories are going to be told sometimes that you need a mask. You need to show what is happening here. And that is part of the story. I've done several stories already where you're wearing a mask in the standup, in the intro to the story. Um, and so that, that, that's something we really are going to be navigating. And, you know, I think what's also a fascinating byproduct of everything is seeing just how, news is going to be covered from, I mean, henceforth, I mean, just a lot of, a lot of zoom interviews. I mean, stuff like this kind of set up, you know, everyone, you get to see everyone's home set up. And so I think it really is going to change the way how stories are covered. And, you know, I think also too, what's helped is that there is that option now. Technology has made it so where it's like, we don't need to be face to face. Now we can do zoom. We can do FaceTime. We can make it work, but safety will always be the highest priority. Okay. And as we wrap up Kapiko Podcast with this episode, talking to Mark Carpenter, uh, 2008 KS Kapalama grad, now with Hawaii News Now, as you get used to your new role, you know, you're going to be hosting a new newscast at 4 p.m. and also doing your reporting duties. What are some of the, maybe not specific projects, but some of the stories or even areas that you really want to dive into now that you're back home in your community and and really helping the, the local people? Yeah. And, and it, it's those types of stories. I mean, just it, it's something that, you know, you get to see going back to the story where we're talking about the house in, in, in Kapolei. You, I want to tell stories that, you know, are important to um, the, the community here here at home. You know, it, it's so good to be back home because, you know, it really is that feeling of um, like we are on an island but we're not on an island. You feel so supported and we're all connected. And so um, I want to tell stories about the native Hawaiian community. I want to tell stories that, you know, I want to tell 
interesting feature stories about something that's like, hey, we want to spotlight what is happening here that, you know, not a lot of people may know about. And so um, it it really is something that we're so excited to dive into. And with the the new newscast, we want to, you know, we see that there's an appetite for that. And it's so exciting to be able to bring that and present that. And um, I always tell people when I go out into the stories, it's like, hey, please keep in touch, like keep me updated on, on, on what else is happening because it's like we want to spotlight what is happening around here in Hawaii. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us today. And you mentioned your wife, Ashley, earlier. She's actually a classmate of mine. So She's it's great to three. have both both you and her and your Ohana back home. And we're looking forward to the great things you're going to be doing at Hawaii News Now. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And again, for all our viewers and listeners, you can catch us on the Kapiko podcast. We try to do one episode every week or so. So be be sure to stay tuned to our channels, including ksbe.edu backslash news, also Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google podcast platform. So again, for Mark Carpenter, I'm Kyle Galdera. Take care and aloha.